0: Hi everyone, it's Gracie with Self-Care with Gracie. Welcome back to the podcast. I was trying to get a podcast together last week and uh, I was coordinating with a, a friend and it just didn't quite work out. So rather than not do anything, I thought I'd just pop on and say hello and just share a little bit more about my heroine's journey how that's going right now as a pretty newly pregnant lady. I shared on the last podcast about uh, finding out I was pregnant and realizing that I got pregnant actually the, the day that I did some major separation work with my mother and how important I think those ties are of like cutting the ties with your parents in order to be your own person. So I've it's, it's a lifelong journey for me. I, I did a lot of it when I was in India last year too. I'm getting ready to leave for India again in a week and a half and reflecting a lot on that last trip and how important it was to just go in there and feel all those feelings and to give myself the space to grieve and um, I think that that grief work is really important when we're stepping into this next stage of of whatever phase of life we're in. I work with a lot of clients and I, I see that one of the main things that people have in common when they feel stuck in their lives is that there's something that they're not totally grieving or something that they need to let go of and they don't want to because they're afraid of it hurting and that what happens when we hold on to something that actually needs to be let go of is that we we get we get crossed either a little crossed or a lot of a lot crossed in our energy And so the new thing wants to come but the old thing won't leave and we just are at a standstill if you're listening and you're anything like me, then you're probably extremely stubborn <laughs> and you don't want to let go of certain things just because sometimes, you know, they brought us joy and they were fun and they, again, we're kind of afraid that we don't know if anything will fill that space once it's gone. But I, I think this is what brings us to the next step on the heroine's journey. I've been outlining this this journey through my newsletter. So if you read my newsletters that come out on Wednesday afternoons, and if you're interested in those, you can sign up at my website, selfcarewithgracie.com. But if you read those newsletters, you'll know that last week I talked about this idea of power outside of us versus power inside of us and how when we're listening to power outside of us, we're, we're listening to somebody else. So if someone else tells us what to do, then and we, we do it or we don't do it, but we're still using them as the authority, then that's power outside of us. It's pretty natural that people would trust power outside of themselves or listen to it because that's what we're taught. Like growing up, our parents tell us to do things and we do them. We go to school, our teachers tell us to do things, we do them. And through our work, we go into a job and our boss tells us to do things and we do them. Of course, there's there's two ways of relating to authority outside of ourselves. And that's you know conformity, we do it. And then there's also rebellion, which means we don't do it. So I'm sure we didn't do many things our parents and teachers and our bosses have told us to do and we have reasons for that and um it's it's interesting when we look at the self-care process because i think a lot of people are rebelling a lot through their self-care that we've been told what to do by The many authorities and health blogs and um, magazines that are out there like eat these five meals a day work out this kind of cardio and then lift weights and go to yoga a couple times a week sleep this many hours a day and we're listening to all of that and we're like conforming to some of it and then sometimes we're rebelling against it and being like I don't want to do all that stuff that doesn't actually sound that fun that sounds I don't I don't like running I don't like cardio um I I like eating carbs and I'm just I'm just not going to do it. There's nothing wrong with rebelling. Um but when we're rebelling just for the sake of rebelling, then we're um we're again we're not we're not really listening to ourselves. We're just kind of in a in a stuck pattern where we're not doing the thing that someone else tells us, but we're still not doing the thing that we want to do. Of course, we need a little conformity and a little rebellion because outside power is always is always going to be at hand. But yet there's another power source, and it's the one that I was describing last week about, um, in the newsletter, about power within ourselves. So with power within ourselves, we're looking at like, okay, like, what do I know is true in this moment? What do I need to do? What do I not need to do? And when we're really tapped into power inside of ourselves, we don't need to follow power outside of ourselves. One of my teachers growing up, she would say, the only thing you need to do in life is die and pay taxes. So I'd, I'd say taxes is like a good thing for like power outside of ourselves. We probably just want to conform with that. You can rebel. I've seen people with IRS problems, like don't go there, pay your taxes. But other than that, you know, I think a lot of us can, can box ourselves off thinking that we don't have options. But when we start tapping into power inside of ourselves, you see that there there are always options. And there's always new ways of doing things and there's always ways of working with constraints that that to make them actually feel authentic to us of course this is hard because if we're listening to power inside of ourselves that's coming from inside we need to make time and space to listen this is the such a huge problem for us especially as as women who work a lot and want to have social lives and want to you know have some some kind of balance to things is that every it's just like one more thing to do is to like make some time and space to listen to ourselves and when we're used to this really frenetic pace and that's like being on the phone all the time being on computer screens driving from one place to another always running late rushing around there's no entry point for their time and space for our intuition to come forward I just spent the weekend, this last weekend, on the Self Care 101 Winter Retreat. So at the end of every 10-week course, there's a, a retreat. We go away for a weekend in West Virginia, and it's a, it was a lot of downtime. And I always think the retreats that way. And that's at the closing circle. A few people said that they're like, "Wow, I got here," and we, you know we have a few things planned throughout the day, and the, the, a lot of optional things to do. But basically, I'm, I say in the words of of my friend Ann Friedman, "Body's choice." Like you do what you want to do, and if you don't want to go to yoga in the morning, sleep in, and if you, you know, want to go for a walk by yourself instead of with the group, like, you do that, and and that's fine, and everyone at the end said, like, at first, it was really scary for them to have that much free time, but then by the end, that was one of the highlights for them, was that realization that they got to choose, and that, in that, they they relaxed, and they they chose the things that they naturally needed and wanted, and it, it opened up space for them to have some insights, and for them to listen to themselves. Of course, we can't always go away on weekend retreats. And so that's not possible for you. That's that's why I really believe in practices like meditation. I think um, building in a little bit of structured time every day or in the morning or before you go to bed, it's it's a great opportunity to tune everything else for a wh- out for a while and just look at how busy our minds are and to wait for the inspiration to come forward. Journaling is another great practice. I, I like to think of journaling... Um, especially in the style of like stream of consciousness writing in the morning called morning pages is just like decluttering the brain, like getting all those thoughts out there. So I actually make some space for inspiration to come forward. I find for myself too, that like, if I'm struggling with something and this is, this is something like as a, as a business owner too, i there's just a lot of creative decisions that have to be made of like, okay, like I I'm really working with this a lot being, being pregnant right now. I'm looking at how I'm going to make my business and in the fall and in the winter when I have a baby and a a new child. And, um, and there's not like, I don't, I I can have as much maternity time as I want, but I'm not necessarily going to earn a living during that time unless I do get creative. And so there's, there's that thing for fear to take over. But I remember that like, there's a way through this. and, And part of that is, is, is using creativity and it's, for me, it's it's pretty rare that I need to like sit down and write down figures and figure it out. It's more like I have to hold the question for a while and then it'll just start to become clear what the right choice is. I think for all of us out there who are a little bit more type A, that's like a really frustrating answer to be like when something is not feeling right in your life, it means that there's probably a better solution and that you need to hold the question for a while and wait and, and just wait till you find some clarity. And, and what I, what I find is that it, it, it comes like if, um, I'm thinking of one person who had taken the self-care one course and she asked to be, you know, a mentor in the self-care one course. And she told me that. And I was just like, it didn't feel right. And I was like, that's interesting. And I was sitting with it for a few days and it's like, it's not that I don't want her to be involved. It's just, that doesn't feel like the right answer. And then all of a sudden, it came to me that I do a continuity program, and I actually really need someone to help with that. And her, I think her, where her mind is at, is much better. And it was just so beautiful because it was like that was the answer. And if I just kind of did the first thing because I was trying to make her happy, or I just said no straight up because I like wanted to rebel against the request, I would have missed the actual fit that it has. And so that's trusting power from within is that we we trust that the our instincts and our needs and our desires are important and that the the world needs what we have to offer and we just have to be creative and we have to be intentional and we have to wait until the the time is right to act. Looking at leaders who lead from outside, I would say like Donald Trump is a great example of someone who is using outside power sources to like influence and um I look at a lot of who he is as just like a very scared person. So he's probably scared of all sorts of other authority structures and I mean that's a hard way to lead. I don't I don't particularly want him to be my leader if he's if he's not listening to himself. And I think of people that um that know how to lead from within. And I, I mean, Jesus is like the first one that comes to mind for me. And like that was someone who was, you know, I don't he wasn't rebelling for the sake of rebelling. He was he was really listening to himself and what was true and he was staying steadfast with that. I think of Oprah Winfrey. She's pretty incredible to like look at her story of who she who she is and how she was born and what that what that normally means about our society and like what black women can achieve and then what she's actually been able to create because she listens to herself and she listens to other people. And she like, she makes intuitive choices. And you know, that doesn't mean you can't have a ton of business savvy, but I was, I was just listening to something from like a Harvard business school teacher. And he was like, you make your choices based on intuition. Like your logical brain informs it to a point and then you have to go with your guts. And if you don't know how to listen to yourself, like that's, that's really hard. So I, I I, really want everyone out there who feels like they're on a journey of empowerment for themselves to like take a little bit of extra time and and just give yourself space and let yourself, instead of feeling like you have to solve everything right away, to like give yourself a little time and space to like sit with the question for a while and journal on it. I like to do this practice where I'll, before I go to sleep at night, I'll ask, I'll ask the question and then just like wake up in the morning and see if there's any clarity. I like to do a lot of like right brain activities, like going for a walk or, um, cleaning even as good just to like really kind of get into like rhythmic activities where I don't have to think and be really analytical. And then often, um, ideas will come through. I, I feel like, yeah, it's always like in the shower. That's like, I think Steven Spielberg says you like get so many ideas in the shower and Einstein was supposed to have gotten a ton of ideas in the shower too. So like Hold the questions because they're important. And if you're not feeling settled in something, it's because there's more. And that's the next step on your journey. And then give yourself some time and some space to listen to that power within. And go easy on yourself if you feel like you're rebelling or conforming and all of that. Because it's like it's like we're all on gasoline and we need to switch over to like electric power. And and it takes a lot of while for the, the models to be updated. And if we've been practicing one thing for a long time... Is our way of seeing the world and staying safe. It's it's like not super easy to just trust. Excuse me, pass over to the other side. It's like we need to slowly go there, improve to ourselves. That like you know the intuition is intelligent. That we can we can you know wait and answers will come. Just have to be patient. All the things that we're not taught in our culture, and and just like that, we'll keep advancing. Um, so a little little teaser for the next uh, podcast here is that. I wrote in my newsletter last week about how this outside power is very masculine and how this inner power is very feminine. And one of my male friends who reads my newsletter wrote me back and said, like, I don't agree with that. And so the the next newsletter is going to be about this, like, masculine energy and and what it really means and um, when it goes toxic and how to make it healthy. And I'll be unrolling some details about the the male program that I will be co-sponsoring with my good friend, Mark Mulligan, who is going to be coaching a group of men in a self-care process in a pilot program starting in the beginning of April and going through the spring. So if you are a male and you listen to this podcast or you know of a male in your life who wants to deepen their own experience of self-care and like really tap into their own authentic way of being empowered and connect to other men who want to have a good conversation around how to how to live this life with integrity then this is going to be a great program and this is a a great time to enter because the pilot is always a little less expensive than a full program and it's it's going to be great so you can look at the website self-care with gracie i'll have information up there after this wednesday february What date are we on right now? I think it's after the 15th. There will be information up on my website about it. And I look forward to hearing any feedback from you all. Write me if you have questions or if you disagree with anything I've said. I love it because that's the next piece of the conversation. Also, I am starting to fill up my Self Care 101 Spring program, which is going to be special because I'm, as you know, pregnant and not going to be doing a fall program because I'm giving myself maternity leave, getting creative but this program is is going to be really great it's really a group of people who want to get unstuck in their lives listen to the power inside of themselves and feel that empowerment of like um, moving forward in their lives by practicing good self-care and getting awesome group support it's a 10 week program it's 20 women starts at the end of march and goes through the very beginning of june i'm very excited to offer it so if you're interested in that go to self-care with gracie and you can fill out an application and schedule a time to talk on the phone with me thank you so much for listening and i look forward to staying in touch and i hope you're taking care of yourselves bye bye hi this is gracie with beautiful life self-care Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter, where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also, write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie@gmail.com. at gmail.com thanks a lot and remember keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place